everybody, and welcome to Pop Culture Pizza Party, a podcast that's going to talk about banging mermaids. Yeah. I'm Gavin. And I'm Stephanie. And this week, we're talking about The Lighthouse. Yes. Yeah, The Lighthouse, the 2019 film that is art. It's very art It's so artsy. Like, I started watching it, and I was like, this is too artsy for me. When it's in black and white, people, it's an art house film. It's not only in black and white, but it's also shot in full frame. It's not the 16 by 9. We have a 55-inch 16 by 9 TV. I was like, you're not going to fill this whole bitch up. Why not? (laughs) What are you doing? Now, I had no interest in seeing this movie at all. I was like, this looks too artsy for me. I don't want to see it. Then I found out it's directed by the same guy that did... The Witch. Robert Eckers. Yes, which I really enjoyed The Witch, despite having to watch it with subtitles, even though it was in English. Yeah, and for me, I've only seen parts of The Witch. How have you only seen parts of The Witch? Because I had to watch a bootlegged version of it. You watched a bootlegged version of (laughs) The Witch? So the only thing I remember is the goat. Yeah, uh, Black Phillip. Black (laughs) Phillip, Black Phillip. That's the only words I can remember from that movie is the kids being like, Black Phillip. That and the dad being like, oh, she goes. (laughs) That's why you need subtitles. The devil's in this child. Like, what? (laughs) And Robert Eggers is very into doing period pieces. Yes, he He is. He likes doing thorough research, knowing, like, what's it like in the 1600s when there's a Philip goat that is also (laughs) the devil, maybe? And the lighthouse is no different. Yes, it's very authentic for the time. It's set in... A lighthouse. <laughs> in 1890. Oh all the way back in 1890. And I had no idea what this movie was about. All I heard was it was called The Lighthouse. I assumed it was some romantic bullshit. Well, it's not quite romantic. It kind of is. <laughs> we'll talk about the homoerotic uh, yeah, stuff in it. Mm, homoeroticism. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm, yeah. Love it. I now, mean, and you have Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Yes. And Robert Pattinson gets a really bad rap for doing those Twilight movies. And I think he's a fine actor. Well, definitely in this one he is. In this one he's very good because it's basically just him and Willem Dafoe talking for a lot of this movie. Well, a good chunk of it is talk and then there are other things that happen. Other things that happen. Well, we'll get into it then. Well, let's start with what the movie is about. Two men on an island manning a lighthouse. I'm on board already. Hot. And... I didn't know this until the movie talked about how lighthouse keepers are known as wikis. They're known as wikis, and uh, a bunch of them are known as Wikipedias. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> they're all known as Wikipedias when they're. Uh, the, it takes place on a lighthouse off off the coast of New England, like really isolated. Oh yeah, cold, wet, dark. It's in black and white. Birds everywhere. Uh, the seagulls will will talk about how the one eyed seagull doesn't fill your has TV a thing up. against Robert Pattinson. Yeah, seagulls hate Robert Pattinson. <laughs> but they're assigned as a team to work this lighthouse for we don't even know how long. No, like four time. weeks. It's okay. four weeks. Um so Robert Pattinson plays this guy, Ephraim Winslow, and Willem Dafoe is Thomas, and so Thomas is kind of in charge and Ephraim is sort of his second-hand man. Yeah, he's kind of like the bitch. He's treated <laughs> like a bitch. Oh, he is. He's told to, like, swab the deck a lot. And they and this movie has very authentic words. Like, it's very <laughs> authentic to how people, I guess, talk in the 1890s. I guess there's the like, lighthouse lingo. I, I used to, you got to swab the floors, laddie. And I'm like, what? I, 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 <laughs> I, yes, sir. It's I, sir. Like, what? Okay. So everything's going to go okay, right? Four weeks Sort four of, weeks is two dudes hanging out. I mean, if we can do months as a pandemic, clearly four weeks at a lighthouse, yeah, can't, there can't be, be anything bad. that goes wrong. But this is very claustrophobic. And I it's mean, in the 1890s. There's no TV. There's no. <laughs> they can't binge Tiger King to take their mind off of it. 
I mean, they sleep sleep in the same bedroom. They have to eat together. Um, you end up having Thomas farting all of yeah, the time. Yeah, I thought I misheard it first. I go, <laughs> no. I go, but no, this is an art film. People don't fart in oh, art. But he's farting. It's a fartistic film. <laughs> <laughs> and that isolation and being stuck with another person starts to make you go crazy. Maybe some of cra- us, some of us feel that. Maybe, maybe people start seeing things. Maybe you find a mermaid figure in your bed and you're like what yeah and so you end up having Ephraim finding this figure which um he's obviously a lonely young guy who's horny all the time he's horny starts jerking it to this figurine right now now listen i have been on reddit I know that that's a real thing people do. Like, oh, they're, like people they like you, mermaids? No, like mermaids, any kind of figurines. There's, oh. there's a whole subreddit about that. It's disgusting. Me and my buddy Dan discovered it, and we're like, what are they doing to these figurines? Oh, whoa. Yeah, are there like mermaid sex dolls? Oh, there's all kinds of, it, yeah, people are gross. So here's the thing, though. A little too realistic when it came to fucking the mermaid. Yeah, that was a weird... Yeah, I know he said the your foremost podcast on mermaid banging. If you ever wondered, hey, and I know we're getting way ahead. <laughs> if you ever wondered, what's, what's that Edward Cullen fella from the Twilight movies? What would he look like banging a mermaid? You get to find out. And I guess, did, did we see a mermaid vag? Okay, so... What we find out is mermaid genitalia are basically enlarged vaginas look like the same as shark genitalia. Really? Oh, yeah. How did you learn that? Did you Google it? I totally Googled it. Did you Google it? (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. So, yeah. So, if you want to, watch this film and you'll see exactly what mermaid genitalia look like. I wonder if the director who does all this research on, like, how to talk in a certain (laughs) wiki way was like, I'm going to look up what a mermaid's vagina would look like. I imagine that's what the director sounds like, just an old... He's probably super young, but I'm going to look it up now. I know. (laughs) But you have all of this sort of like pent up sexual stuff going on under the surface or maybe under the waves. Under the waves, (laughs) under the tail of the mermaid. Oh no, I've just ruined the little mermaid for myself after watching this movie. I went through this movie wondering, like, I didn't hate this. Like, this is pretty artsy, way too artsy for me, like... Fuck Midsummer. That <laughs> that that is my model. Like Midsummer's terrible. I'd rather watch The Lighthouse a thousand times before I ever watch Midsummer again. Oh, The Lighthouse at least is interesting and it builds towards something. Unlike Midsummer, which I felt like meandered in nothingness. Oh, there's very clearly in this movie a direct build up. Yeah, you have <laughs> an orgasm, if you will. There is, is a release. <laughs> a release. A release of epic proportions. I mean, come on, a lighthouse. Symbolic of an erect penis, people. I See, mean, I it's sex I, all I, over. I didn't think that until you're like, yeah, they're they're guarding the penis. I was like, what? Oh yeah, why do you think Thomas won't let him into the Ephraim into the top of the penis? Yeah, there's this whole thing that's like, you can't come up in the lighthouse. Like, nope, not allowed. Like, why do you want to get up there so bad? It's just a big light. Because it, it's a dick. It's a dick. Because <laughs> it's everything a is a. Freud would love this. movie. Oh my gosh, Freud, Carl Jung, everyone is gonna love this movie. Like I would be sitting with them, and be like, "Do you see that?" And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, totally. That is Total totally." Penis. I mean, this is a. If we're going Freudian here, it's this weird father-son dynamic going on. It is toxic masculinity and this whole issue. Because at the very beginning, Ephraim is almost. Um, he both hates, but also wants to be Thomas. He wants to be in that lighthouse. I mean, and later on we find out 
That's not even his name. Mm-mm, no. Ephraim Winslow is a guy he helped kill. Yes. Or let, <laughs> let die. die. <laughs> he, he's like, I wanted to hook him because he's a logger. Uh, Bing, having jobs in the 1890s must have sucked. Oh, yeah. Like, the I manual labor sucked. Like, you're going to make $1,000 a year being a lighthouse keeper, which I guess back then $1,000 a year is a lot of money. But, like, you're going to be a logger or you're going to die of tuberculosis? <laughs> like, what is... Oh, it's... Yeah. None of Those these jobs are Those are the jobs good. back then. It's like, you want to work in a lighthouse or die of TB. Or <laughs> you want to work in a factory and die of exhaustion. Just, just bringing this... <laughs> much. And also, you're 12 years old. <laughs> right, exactly. You're 12. Work, bitch. All right? <laughs> So Ephraim has this fear and admiration for Thomas, right? And in some ways, I'm going to say he just wants a daddy. He wants a daddy? He wants a daddy. Now, now, we... now does he want a father or a daddy? He wants a daddy. Oh, he wants a daddy. And the whole movie is about him not realizing that he is a thing for Thomas. Oh. Oh, my you... gosh. It's it's all over there. It's Yo. You didn't see it? What? Did, did we see the what? Did we watch the same movie? I think we watched the same movie, but I now I'm not looking back. I'm like, well, they did almost kiss at one point. Oh my god! After they dance and get drunk, and they only bond over alcohol. That's the yes. one they open up. That's the only space which allows them to be themselves. So they have to get uber drunk together to actually have any type of emotional intimacy, which again reflects toxic masculinity, right? Yeah. So they both have sort of these homoerotic feelings. I, I don't think it was called toxic masculinity in the 90s. It was just called masculinity. <laughs> masculinity it was right? just called being a man. Um, at one point, Thomas tells Ephraim that his eyes are bright like a lady's. I mean, he's clearly macking on him. <laughs> um, they're slow dancing, they're drinking, they almost kiss, and when they do, then it becomes violent. They're like, yeah, they, they start fighting each other. Oh, yeah. They're literally fighting their gay feelings. Oh, yeah. And my, I can't stop laughing at the scene where basically at one point, Ephraim's like, I want a steak, right? He is, and think about all the foods that we've wanted during this pandemic, right? He's like, I want a steak. He goes, I want to fuck it. All I wanted to do, all I, all I wanted during this pandemic was to fuck some Applebee's. <laughs> that's all, that's and all Thomas I wanted. And Thomas looks at him and he's like, you don't like my cooking? And he basically demands him. He's like, tell me you like my cooking. And I'm like, dude, it's what? What's going on? At least my lobster, right? At least my lobster. Right. And I thought to myself, that's not a conversation two hetero men have. This is a lover's quarrel. Basically, I'm saying, I don't like your cooking. And you want me to say you like my cooking. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And so for me, I thought, oh, this is going to not end well. So they, they're fighting their gay feelings, literally. They're getting into lover's quarrels over the cooking. And then you've got the whole thing with, like, the... The seagull? Uh, the seagull, which he takes out, like, you're not supposed to kill a seabird because it's bad luck because apparently the souls of sailors are in these annoying birds. <laughs> and just to let you know, no seagulls were harmed in the making of this movie. They used three seagull actors <laughs> named Lady Tramp and Johnny. Just letting you know, I looked that up as well. Um, because there is a violent moment between the one-eyed seagull. Uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson <laughs> beats the shit out oh of this God. seagull. Like, he smacks him against against the cistern, and it is rough. It is. What they do for the seagull, was it like a fake seagull? Or? Oh, yes, yes. I, I mean, I so. assume they were just like, ha <laughs> Just <laughs> banging seagull, real seagulls. I'm sure the seagull actors, though, were traumatized and needed to have some therapy after this. <laughs> they're, like, watching. Or maybe they were just, like, get them. Maybe they were super into it. That's very dark for seagulls. That's very dark for seagulls. Um, but you, these men start to go crazy in the sense of the isolation. And I'm very... I, I got confused by the end. I was like, uh, what? Because they... 
it's the last night together, and that's when they drink and, like, tell each other all their life stories and, like, how much they care or whatever. I guess the gayest they they almost get. And then the next day, they oversleep and miss their boat or the rain is too bad. And then time gets weird. Like, you don't know how long they've actually been there. Exactly. You don't know if they missed it two weeks ago, if they missed it a day ago, how, how long they've actually been there. That's when I got confused. And part of that confusion is because we take on the perspective of Ephraim, right? It's really sort of his perception of what's going on. Um, it's through his eyes. And so his mind, he's starting to go crazy. Yeah, like he's banging mermaids. Right. He's finding heads in lobster traps. Right, because of his guilt. Yes. But also, is it his guilt? Because he seemed not like, when he actually explained the story to Thomas, he didn't seem guilty. No, he's like, I just let this dickhole die. Right. I didn't help um, him. And then he also then says to Thomas, you killed the previous guy you worked with. Mm-hmm. And is that true? We don't know. That's the that's the ambiguity of it. We don't know what is real. We and don't what's know if there's head. actually a head in a lobster trap. We don't. We we don't know if Thomas is actually a squid man. Is he? A- well, again, is this all just in the head of Ephraim? Like we don't know. But we do know from interviews with Robert Eggers about like the symbolism in the movie. He talks about how. Uh, Willem Dafoe's character is supposed to be Proteus. I about to be power, huh? <laughs> right? A Greek myth- mythological uh, ocean god who serves Poseidon. So if he's playing that sort of character, the tentacles, like the octopus tentacles, yeah. um, also oozing goo, which then would be like... Jism. There we go. They even use the word jism in this, which I was like, <laughs> what? Also, we had to turn the subtitles on for, for oh. this one as well. Oh, yeah, we had to. It was like, we're here, you're gonna yeah. go swamp the duck. I mean, at one point, there's there's... Several monologues that are you have to go. Yeah, what? I was like I don't know what they're saying. Thomas, anymore. please stop being so Shakespearean. I just need you to uh, talk straight up. My favorite. I don't know why they hit this line so much, but why'd you have to go and spill your beans? <laughs> why'd you go and go and spill your beans? Spill the beans. Spill the, like <laughs> why are you going so hard on this bean? When you hear spill the beans, what kind of beans do you imagine? <laughs> Um, a can of beans? Yeah, I always imagine baked beans. Baked like, beans? Like, there could be pinto beans, or could be jelly beans. <laughs> jelly I, beans. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. If only we had handed these two guys a bag of jelly beans, be like, oh, yeah, everything some, will be all right. Some jelly bellies? They'd some be like, this bellies. is popcorn, and this, this is fish. He's like, did you not like my lobster jelly belly? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you go and spill your beans? Like, what? And then you've got naked Willem Dafoe at one point. Oh, yeah. Standing over him, so that was also super hot. I just... I'm still confused. I didn't hate this movie, but it feels like, what? I- it's supposed to. This psychological horror, that's the thing. It's in the mind. And so you don't know. There's ambiguity. Um, was there's- there a mermaid really screaming? We don't know. That was terrifying, by it, the way. Sh- well, sirens, right? I mean, mermaids are supposed to be. Well, you've got the sirens that. Well, are sirens mermaids, though? Or are they different? Mm-hmm. No. No. In Greek mythology, they were supposed to basically lull and kill sailors. Hmm. Because yes. I remember, I don't remember, because I played God of War, and you have to kill <laughs> sirens. I don't remember if they were mermaids or not. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're okay. mermaids. I don't know if in that game, but yes. Um, I also think what starts to make me grow crazy, at least watching this, is the foghorn? Yeah, the foghorn, which was an accurate foghorn oh for the time. Oh my gosh! Bah. 
I stated reading the subtitle like Foghorn Blares. Like, I fucking hear it. I know. I hear it. Thank you, subtitles. Now, have you ever um, visited a lighthouse no. or had interactions well, with lighthouses? A lighthouse? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't go to the know. coast. I'm not going like lobster fishing off the coast of Maine. So I've been to a few lighthouses. Have you? Yes, Were I they have. all penis shaped? <laughs> yes, actually. Because it's for to help with the light. To oh. travel out into the to the waves, but uh, grew up my my dad grew up in Ludington, Michigan. So there are a few lighthouses up there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, I've done a lighthouse down in in uh, South Carolina uh, or Savannah, Georgia. I mean, we've I've done a few, um, but climbing up a lighthouse that spiral staircase is terrifying because those are real. What do you mean they're real? Like, As in, like, if you fall, you are going to wind down that staircase. Oh, yeah. And that's oh. how the end of the movie kind of happens. Yes. When uh, Thomas kills Thomas. Well, yeah. Tom kills Thomas. Tom kills Thomas. And the, the part with the boat, when you've got Ephraim trying to get away in the boat, and then you've got Thomas coming up and chopping up the boat, and then saying, I watched you chop the boat to Ephraim. Who chopped the boat up? I'm assuming it was Thomas and, and not And he's just Ephraim. trying to make well, Ephraim be, feel crazy? But think about, well, think about it this way. Going back to, if in fact this is about homoerotic feelings, right? He desperately doesn't want Ephraim to leave. Oh. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I don't know about you. So, you know, when Ephraim tries to kill <laughs> the fact that you're saying this now i'm like i have a lot of gay friends who've done some crazy shit to make sure their boyfriend didn't leave <laughs> right but like chopping a boat's pretty mild right so finally like they you know ephraim tries to kill thomas of course of course right because that's the only way to deal with these yeah these emotions, he sees him as a his homosexuality right <laughs> um he beats him up kicks him and says bark makes him bark leashes him and drags yeah. him like a dog and that imagery is very like dominant submissive if you're talking about oh yeah about... no I've been to Fet Life okay. I know that be like I'm a dom looking for a sub right? <laughs> and this is sexual foreplay people but of course he has to bury him literally to bury his feelings mm, this movie's real gay I it is so gay I, I didn't realize how gay this movie oh, was oh it's so toxic masculinity and so 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 homoerotic this reminds me of Shameless when you've got the character of Mickey and one of the Gallagher boys. Like, they, they bully each other until they make out. Mm-hmm. And then if they just make out, they're, they, they'd they be fine. Right. They'd be like, you know what? Let's live here forever together. <laughs> well, and perhaps Thomas wanted that, but Ephraim isn't going to have it. Mm, but do you think Thomas, or do you think Ephraim really wanted it secretly, but he couldn't give in to his gay feelings? Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, if we're doing this sort of Freudian thing, fear and admiration for Thomas, he wants a daddy. Um, daddy? Right. He, his daddy figure won't allow him to take care of the lighthouse. Which is the penis. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking um, to take care about of it, my Ephraim's lighthouse. former job, he was a former lumberjack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we going into all these kids? <laughs> He's a lumberjack. Super gay. <laughs> So for me, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. And then, so what? What? What's the axe of the face mean? When? When? when he, what does that mean? Oh, it's it's definitely over. Is it? Is it a penis too? Is, is that a penis? Is everything a penis in this movie? The seagulls were actually flying penises. 
The sequels are terrifying. Oh, sequels are fucking horrible. Like, I'm I'm impressed by the acting of, <laughs> of Lady the, Tramp and Johnny. Mm, they're very good. They're they're very good in this. <laughs> um, the other thing is, of course, we talked about how a lot of Greek mythology here. Um, in Greek mythology, you have Prometheus, and if we have Ephraim, right, sort of parallel the Prometheus. Prometheus uh, story. Um, Prometheus is then punished by the gods for giving fire to humans. So he goes, but he finally goes to the lighthouse. He finally gets up there. Right, he's gonna right find the fire, and then he looks at it, and we don't see what he sees, and we don't hear what he says. What do you think he sees? Or he, it's it's I don't know. Is it his gayness? It might be. Is it? But it's but it's so horrific. It's almost horrific ecstasy. I like to think that he saw. Uh, 150 years into the future and saw how big RuPaul's Drag Race had become. Oh, and he's no. like, I can't know. I don't know how to handle all this. Well, and it, it's terrifying. That actually, out of the entire movie, was the most terrifying scene for me. Him looking at the lighthouse? The contorted face of Pattinson screaming at the end might be the scariest uh, silent scene I've ever seen. Oh. There's no sound. Mm. There, there's a little bit of sound. Not when he, we don't hear him screaming. But you can kind of hear the humming. Right, but it's not, but that's the thing. I think it's terrifying because we, it's just his face just like screaming. And then he falls down the lighthouse. He goes all the way down. And dies. And the last scene, you're like, what happened? I'm like, he's dead. <laughs> why is he naked? And you're like, why, why is he on the beach? Why are the seagulls eating at him? And I was like, because if he's Prometheus, he is forever supposed to be, his liver is to be eaten by the birds eternally. But what happened in the real life? Does he's he just, just dead. Okay, he just died in the life. <laughs> yes. And he's just dead. So why is he why would he be sent to hell though, if this is the if this is a sitch? Because he's punished for trying to get to the light. It's just a lighthouse. Well, it's not just any lighthouse. It's, it's an eighteen nineties accurate lighthouse. It well. is very accurate. Um it's, I like it. I like the allegory of it. I still I do think it tried really hard to be artsy. I think I like this less than the witch. I think I like The Witch a lot more. I think I'll be able to tell you once I actually watch all, all the of witch. The Witch. <laughs> I, I mean, I liked it. I think it for for an artsy movie like this that's trying really hard to be artsy-fartsy, pun Oof. intended, uh, it's very, it's good. I, it's, I was interested, but at times I was like, oh, God, we still got 30 minutes left. It's dark. It's, it's cold. It's wet. It's it's framed very well. It's, it's it's very every shot looks like a painting. Oh, absolutely! It's gorgeously shot in black and white. Um, there's that sense of foreboding. Everything feels like at any moment somebody's gonna and with all the tentacles and the it's, Lovecraftian. It's, yeah, it gets so it starts off like oh it's gonna be okay and then it just builds up to a very sort of tense uncomfortable. You're like so nothing's like, okay. When is something gonna happen? That's the thing I kept thinking like. Something's gonna happen. Yes, and that that sort of is unnerving. And the thing that finally happens, gay, <laughs> so gay. So if there's any closet people out there right now who's fighting their urges to be who they really are, just get yourself out of the closet, or else you're gonna be at a lighthouse. Just give in. Let somebody touch your lighthouse. Let somebody in. Let somebody in, or else you're going to end up boning a mermaid and that nobody's gonna like that except oh that's also very uncomfortable <laughs> what boning a mermaid i'm sorry yes well you know what you have to be very you have to be very careful how you say boning a mermaid because because mer <laughs> mermaids are part fish right <laughs> you're like i'm boning the mermaid and also serving it with some butter sauce <laughs> <Ew>. mm. <sighs> 
I think we're done. I think we're done. I think we're – the lighthouse, it's on Amazon Prime now streaming. So, uh, yeah, if you see that it's boxed in, it's not your TV. It's just <laughs> – It's the way it's shot. But, yeah, it's an art movie that you made me watch kind of, and I actually enjoyed it. Good. I yay. enjoyed it when I watched it again. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It doesn't have a lot of rewatchability. I disagree. I think I could rewatch it. You're going to rewatch it and find and be like, oh, there's an extra penis. <laughs> That see when the seagulls are up in the air, they actually make the form of a penis. Actually, speaking of penises, yes. Um, I read because of censorship censorship issues, a scene was cut. We don't get to see the penis of Robert Pattinson. No, the scene wasn't cut. It was circumcised. Oh, <laughs> booyah! <laughs> so wait, there's a scene of Robert Pattinson's penis. Yes, they're supposed to be, and it was cut. Oh, wow. I think it's the masturbation scene. Oh, God. That's very... <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Mm, okay, so all you twihards out there, if you want to see some Pattinson D... You do get to see his six-pack at one his point. His six-pack? Yeah, he's a really in-shape wiki. <laughs> well, like, it was all that time being a lumberjack. He's being a lumberjack and hauling that giant oil drum up. Uh, also, PSA, don't drink kerosene. Uh, oh, gosh. They're like, that's when you're an alcoholic, when you're drinking kerosene. Well, they added honey to sweeten it. So Yeah. When I have honeycombs, I actually pour kerosene into it. There it we really, go. It really yeah. tops off well. But The Lighthouse is on Amazon Prime. You can check it out now. If you like The Witch, watch it. If you haven't seen The Witch, watch The Witch. Then then watch this. <laughs> also, I'm rapping. And I'm a tapping. So. All right. We're okay. going to end with seagulls. We're done. Caw-caw! We're done. Caw-caw! Caw-caw! If you'd like, be sure to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash popculturepizzaparty. You can also follow us on Twitter at Pop Pizza Party. You can follow me at Gavin Eddings. And you can find me at Lost Penny 8 Go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Subscribe to us there or subscribe on Spotify or SoundCloud. And yeah, so that's it for this week. I'm Gavin. And I'm Stephanie. Stay weird. Stay weird.